Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty. The s and Podcast Channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Hi guys, it's Angel, and I'm the newest member of the SND Podcast channel. This is episode one of Cooking with Angel, and in this show, I will share my simple recipes on how to make delicious ribs, rice cauliflower, and flan. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. It's Angel, and I'm here to show you a little cooking on how I make baby back ribs and also flan. Just wanted to uh, share this with you guys. I've had a couple of compliments on how I make it. It's not so hard, but there are some secrets, so I figured it might be nice to share the knowledge. <laughs> In any case, I hope everybody's having a great day. It's super cold for Florida and very rainy out here so hi all right so what we're gonna do first is we're going to start with the ribs um, I had mentioned the last time that I tried to have everything ready at the same time if possible the reason for that is that I can just sit down and eat with my family instead of having to keep running to the stove and running to the stove so what I have here is about three and a half pounds of baby back ribs. You're gonna see that there's the fat on the other side. And then what I like to do in order to cook them, hi guys, uh, what I like to do in order to cook them is I like to boil them first. I've tried to make them before just in the oven and it takes me forever. So what I'm gonna do, I've already cut these pieces and I have the water boiling on the stove is I'm just gonna cut in between the bones. You're gonna see here this, the bones are here. And I'm just gonna go ahead and cut in between them pieces that are big enough to fit inside my pot. If you are lucky enough to have a stock pot, like what you would use like to make lobster or something like that, then that's great. And um, in one of the, in the last show, I mentioned that my dad was a chef, so I grew up with a giant stock pot. I don't know what happened to that pot. <laughs> Um, since then, and I definitely should invest in one, but until then, I just have two pots cooking on the stove. So if you're like me and it's a lot of ribs, then you're gonna be able to just do that. So just go ahead, and they don't have to be completely thawed um, if you don't have the time, just because it's gonna boil anyway, so. Okay, so this is my last cut. And I think the secret to making this, just for me, is to add seasoning to the water. So this one little piece is giving me some trouble because of the fat. You're gonna want a really sharp knife if you can get one. This one is a little bit serrated, so that helps to get through that fat. 
Okay, and the fat does boil off also, so I think it's maybe healthier. <laughs> we'll see. Any case, um, I'm gonna go ahead and throw these in very carefully because the water is boiling. So that's one. And when you're boiling the water, you don't want it to be all the way to the top. Obviously, it's gonna get displaced with the ribs. And I'd rather give them space than just pile them all on top of each other. So let me just wash my hands really quick. Okay. This kind of was discovered by accident. Hey guys. Hi Lily. Hi Jeannie. I have Sion, Justin, Kayla, Phoebe, a bunch of people. Phoebe's my mom, for those who don't know. Everyone knows that. That's my son in the background. Ethan Jack. What I like to put in the water is um, oregano. I'm gonna put in some ground cumin and also some garlic powder. Very simple and easy. I would say probably like a tablespoon of the garlic in each pot since I had to use two. And then I'm gonna use about maybe half of a tablespoon of the cumin. I just eyeball it because I've made it a couple of times already. The best thing is when you make something delicious and families tells you, oh my gosh, I love that. Or that was really great. How'd you make that? To me, that is like the ultimate compliment because as I've mentioned before, they're not all winners. So <laughs> you're going to do also half a teaspoon. Oh, sorry. Half a tablespoon of the oregano. And we're just going to let that boil. We're gonna let it boil for about 40 minutes, which is a little while, but it's definitely worth it when it comes to the baking because then the baking time is cut very short. So while I'm doing that and it's doing its own thing, I'm gonna work on the flan. So this is something that I've always made um, around Christmas time, but I think in a time like this, it's good to have like a home cooked food something that's comfort food. I know a lot of chefs online have been recommending that. And the good thing about a flan is you make it once and then you have it for a couple of days, unless you have a lot of people at home and then you could just feed everybody at once. Same thing with the ribs. So the first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna caramelize the sugar. What I love is this Puerto Rican cookery book I got this as a gift many years ago from my mom. Hey, Ronnie. Um, I don't know if this is still in print. I've seen a couple of used ones online. And um, this actually is a translation. I did a little research, just a little. Hi, mom. I did a translation. Uh, I'm sorry, I did a little research. It's a translation from a book written in 1954 by the same author, Carmen Aboy Valdehuli. The original book is called Cocina Criolla, which is like um, Caribbean kitchen or something like that. And it was translated to Puerto Rican cookery in 1983. I have it bookmarked here. And as you can see, even like the jacket has some Taino art on it and over here too. 
So this is like the real thing. If you can get your hands on one, I recommend it. Um, a lot of the home cooked meals can come from here and it's a great opportunity to really, you know, do some experimenting. Okay, but I have made this before. <laughs> so you're gonna want a cup of sugar to caramelize the pan. What I love, which happened almost like an accident, was that when I used to make the flan, my dad had this very special pan that I used for the flan. And what it was, which I found out years later, was actually a pan just like this that the handle had fallen off of. <laughs> this makes a great flan, just so you know. I'm not gonna use this today just because it has the handle on it and that's gonna make it really hard. Hey Carmen, it's gonna make it really hard to get it into the bain-marie, but you can, you could do that too if you have a pan without a handle. Um, also, what I am gonna do it in is one of these, which you can get this at the dollar store. They're like three for a dollar. Super easy to toss out once it's over. Um, and you could give them to people. This recipe is gonna make three of these. One is gonna be like a little bit smaller. Or one of these. So the recipe calls, hey Riza. The recipe calls for a cup of sugar to caramelize. But because I'm gonna make three of them, I'm just gonna put enough sugar in it to really coat the pan. So I'm gonna show you. Any kind of sugar is fine. Well, let me rephrase that. You're gonna want this extra fine white sugar. You don't want um, like cane sugar or brown sugar or obviously confectioner sugar. So I'm gonna just go ahead and coat the pan. This to me is the most important, well, one of the most important parts. Hey Tara of this because this is where people a lot of times go wrong um, and it burns. So you really gotta take your time with the flan. Like you don't wanna rush it. This is not something you're gonna do in five minutes or two minutes or anything like that. So it's gonna take some time. So this is about the amount of sugar you're gonna want. You could even put a little tiny bit more. The sugar is gonna caramelize and that's gonna be that caramel sauce that you get on the top of the flan. Hey Celia. And obviously it's gonna flip over and that'll be the top. So if you can see here, you see that I have maybe like a quarter of an inch of sugar all around, okay? So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna move the ribs that are boiling still and I'm just gonna set a timer for about 40 minutes since we've been talking. And I'm gonna move them to the back because I need to be in the front to make this. And the ribs are in about medium. I have a little burner on the back, so I'm gonna make it higher for that one. Okay, so I have my sugar. This is where the fun begins, okay? And I have regular spoon. The burner's on already, but I'm just, well, I'm gonna put it on medium. In the beginning, it's just gonna take its time. Like, don't even expect it to caramelize at all because it's gotta heat up. And then we're gonna just start stirring it and stirring it and stirring it and stirring it. In the interim, I'm just gonna give it a minute. I'm gonna put some water in this baking dish. The oven is already preheated to 350 degrees. I'm gonna put about an inch of water in here. You don't want so much that when you, you know, you don't want it floating on the top or anything. This is called the bain-marie. Also, some people call it a double boiler. Let me just check the sugar real quick. 
it does start see I don't know if you could see it from there but it's starting to turn colors a little bit golden which is nice so I'm gonna lower the heat a little bit to less than medium I have an electric stove here in Florida so you know have to get used to it and so what I'm doing is I'm just taking the sugar and I'm pulling it from the parts that are starting to turn golden brown and mixing them with the white I'm gonna actually lower it a little bit more just because it was already very hot since I had the ribs on it you don't want to burn the sugar when you burn the sugar you're gonna know it the way that you burn the sugar is that it gets start, starts going crazy and crazy and crazy and then it turns a really dark brown and it smells awful and I don't know if you're like me that you've had a flan where somebody burnt the sugar it really just leaves a very a literally a bitter taste in your mouth so don't do that if you can avoid it and if you burn it I mean I, I've done it it happens take the time and do it again <laughs> you don't want to just like say oh well I don't have time no do it again because it's just definitely something you want to make sure you do right make that a little higher okay so we have the sugar it's doing its thing pretty fast these metal pans are really a lot faster than if you had like a thicker pan like what I was talking about in the beginning And it's gonna get stuck to the spoon. Don't worry about that. That's okay. All right, now this aluminum pan is gonna get hot, just so you know. So before I take it off the oven, I'm gonna to want to definitely put on an oven mitt. I'm just gonna take it off for a second so you can get an idea of what it's starting to look like because I know you can't really see it from there. Hi guys. Got Jonathan, which is my hubby, Susanna and Jeanette. Um, you see how it's like a golden and it still has some white parts? That's what you want. So I'm going to throw it back on the stove. And I'm going to leave the oven mitt on just in case. Um, and I'm just going to move it back and forth. And it's almost done, to be honest with you. And if there are parts that are still not 100%, it's not the end of the world because it's going to cook in the oven. So whatever is not fully, fully melted 100,000%, it's not a big deal. Alright, so once this is done, I'm going to put the water in the oven and I'm going to let that heat up. And then I'm going to put this in. You could also wait a little while and then just put it all together in the oven too. You could do that too. Like if you put the caramelized sugar and the, um, the baking dish and at the same time, I'm trying to think what would be the best idea for that. But in any case, this needs to get off the oven right away because right now, oh, come on, girl. I'm just going to use my fingers because I don't want it to burn. Okay, just move it. There we go. All right, so it's like a very dark caramel color. I'm going to show you. Just these, I don't want, this is all super hot. You definitely want to be careful. Okay, you see how it's golden and there's no white, okay? So, like I said, I have my water in here and my bain-marie and I'm gonna put that in the oven. I'm just gonna take a chance. Yes, on live TV, right? All right, so this is a little trivet I'm gonna put down and I'm just gonna let that hang out for a second. And let me put my water in. 
I don't see any comments. I don't know if you guys, if there's any comments, but unfortunately, it's not letting me see any right now. I'm gonna put it in the middle of the oven. Hey, Medina. And then I'm gonna work on the insides. So, here we go. It's not that hard, honestly. But I'm gonna show you some insider tricks because like I said, I've made this a bunch of times and um, there's little tips I picked up along the way. So first you're gonna crack eight eggs, which I know seems like a lot, but this is very delicious. You're gonna love it. All right, let me get a plate. Okay, so let's crack some eggs. Hi, Jim. Hope everybody's having a great day. I know it's Friday, which, you know, means not as much right now. <laughs> but for us homeschooling, this is a reprieve. So that's a good thing. All right, so that's two. You're going to do the whole egg. Three. Four. Five. I don't know how to do it with one hand. I know some people do, but... Hopefully there's no shells. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, that's six, seven, and one more is eight. And you're just going to whisk it. I got this really cool whisk at the dollar store, believe it or not. And I've never seen it again uh, anywhere. Me and my mom grabbed these. They're really cool. It's like you press it down and it does the work for you. So I'm just going to use that. And I'm going to just whisk. Hi, Tammy. Get this cooking. All right. Just gonna whisk it till the yolks are broken up. And we're gonna strain it before we put the mixture in. So don't worry if it's like a little yucky or anything like that. That's not a big deal. That's okay. Let me rinse my hands real quick. Because they're eggy. All right. So, I'm just going to refer back to my recipe here for a second. Okay, so we caramelized the aluminum pan. We're going to blend the ingredients. It recommends doing it in an electric blender, but I just do it by hand all the time and it's fine. Um, we're going to do three and a half cups of water and a quarter teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, and two cans of condensed milk. So I'm gonna do the condensed milk first because I have them right here. Um, I like the brand Magnolia, but I think any brand will do, honestly. So, I don't know if anybody has a preference, but for me, it doesn't really matter. I know everybody has their way of doing things and what works for them. A friend of mine called me after the brownie show and she was telling me she was having some problems, but she switched from a regular oven to a commercial oven. So, you know, it takes some getting used to, you know, so it's definitely gonna be hotter. Okay, so this is the condensed milk. I bought pure vanilla extract and I know, you know, sometimes people use the imitation I don't really notice that much of a difference when it comes to the flan, 
But if you can get the pure vanilla, I would imagine it probably would be best. Okay, so that's good. All right. I'm just gonna mix it around. It's super thick at this point, so I'm gonna add the water, which I believe was two and a half cups. Let me just refer back. No, three and a half cups, sorry. Three and a half cups of water. Hopefully this pot is big enough. I've only made this flan once living here. Hi, Nancy. I used to make it all the time when I lived in the Bronx with my dad. So um, I'm going to add the water last, only because it's going to make it really hard to stir it if it's too full. So I'll add the water last. Okay, so let's see. Quarter teaspoon of salt and a teaspoon of vanilla extract. And I have my handy dandy measuring spoons. Okay, quarter teaspoon of salt. Let me get my salt. And these guys are just boiling. I'm gonna move this one back to the higher burner. What's that? What's that? If I for me, I find it so much easier to use a fire stove because I'm always like, which one is that? And I have to wait for it to load up. And you know, <laughs> with a fire stove, which one it is, because it's on fire. So that's been a big, um, a big difference for me. So I put rice in my, um, in my salt. So I gotta take the rice out, okay? <laughs> All right, here we go, that's the salt. Then we're gonna put in the vanilla. If you're like me, I am referring back and forth all the time, okay. One teaspoon of vanilla extract. Okay. Just gonna mix it. I don't know if you guys know, um, the vanilla extract was made from like vodka, I think it is, and the vanilla beans, and you leave it for six months. I was thinking of making some, but that's why it actually is so expensive, they say. All right, so that's it. And then the three and a half cups of water, which is pretty easy. Alright, where's my measuring cup? My mom's so funny. She's like, make sure you have all your stuff when you go and get ready and have it all, you know, prepared and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm still like, I don't know where this is. So I'm sure later she'll be like, I told you, make sure. But that's okay. Okay, three and a half cups of water. Let's see how good I am. Oh, almost. All those years of organic chemistry finally paid off, right? <laughs> All that money my parents spent to send me to college. All right, let's see. So this is very full. So it's good that we did the water last. Just because then to stir it, it's going to be a whole thing. All right, so this is super thick. I'm just going to stir it. And then the cool thing that I figured out is that you're gonna wanna strain it. So this is the kind of strainer that I use. And the reason that you're gonna do that is because you're dealing with eggs. So for whatever reason, if you don't strain it, it just looks really gross on the top. And it's kind of like bubbly, it's yucky. So you don't wanna, you know, have that happen to you. And again, this is enough mixture to make three of these tins. And like by now it's cooled enough that it's not really moving anymore it'll get hot and it'll start to be soft again the other tricky thing about flan is when you flip the flan so once the flan is done you're going to want to flip it onto a plate 
that's bigger than this. Um, doesn't have to be bigger than the whole, whole thing, although that would be helpful, but definitely bigger than the rim because if not, the flan is going to break. So that was always like the thing, you know, we're like, okay, flip the flan, make sure it's okay. Hey, Wanda. So there we go. And while I'm doing this, some of you might have noticed, well, maybe not, um, I'm wearing this necklace. It has some seashells and things like that. Um, I know, you know, everybody's saying we need to support small business, so definitely, you know, trying to do that. And I got this from Morton's Truly Blessed Jewelry Boutique. I'm going to put a link up um, after this live. And Medina is the owner of that, um, along with her wife, Sonia, I think it is. And so um, I'll put the link on for that. And then the other thing that I have today, these are the commercials. The other thing I have today is this. I don't know if you can see it. It's like some sparkle for my nails. And this is from Wicked Cool Nails by Anjali. Um, she's helping out her mom who has an online business. And it's like nail polish that you just put on your nails. Like you just put it on, it's super easy. You don't have to think about it. It's really great. Hey, Carmen. So I'll put a link to that also. Okay, so this is enough. Like I've been stirring it for a while. It's a little watery, but that's okay. It'll firm up. All right, so there we go. Just wanna make sure it's all, this thing's sometimes a little wonky. Let me get the other, the real whisk. Hold on one second. This is the big one. All right, just wanna make sure it's 100% stirred. And I'm gonna pour it, I'm gonna take it off the trivet and I'm gonna pour it through the strainer because again, there's like little pieces of egg in here, um, like egg whites that didn't fully get mixed. It doesn't matter how much you mix it, there's always little tiny egg things going on. So here we go. Here's my pan, caramelized. Hey, Art. And I'm gonna take my strainer. This is gonna be hard to do, actually, because it's so thin. But you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna strain it into this giant measuring cup. And then I'm gonna pour it in. Okay, so, and I'm gonna have mixture left over. Like I said, this pan is like tiny. So we'll make like probably three of those with this. Not right now, but you know, with the rest of my stuff. All right, fingers crossed. Hey, hi guys. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Please don't be a mess. Oh, you know what? Should I do it here? Uh, I'm like, maybe I should just do this over the stove. I mean, over the sink. All right, let's see. These are the things they don't show you on those TV cooking shows, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna let it go down the side of the bowl and I'm gonna pour it all out as much as I can because um, I'm gonna use the rest of it later anyway. So that's fine. Oh, it's spilling. Okay. Not too, oh, okay, oh, okay. Stop, stop. <laughs> just a second. <laughs> all right, there we go. So what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna pour this into the pan. I'm gonna get some more paper towels first because that was really messy. All right, 
So here we go. I'm gonna just, oh, okay, that's fine. That's okay, I'm just gonna pour it in there. So my mom was like, your cooking show is like an episode of I Love Lucy. And <laughs> I wasn't really intending it for it to be that way, you know? I was trying to be serious about it, but you know, those are the things that happen in life, right? All right, so this pan is not exactly very straight. I'm gonna try to straighten it out a little bit. And you're gonna try to pour enough in here that it's kind of to the top, all right? And I have the, the ribs are going crazy. Oh crap, I don't wanna do that, that's okay. I have a lot of extra. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna go ahead and try to move this straight into the bainery. Let's see how successful I am. Here we go. That's the thing we're doing alive, right? It's like, what's gonna happen next? Okay, last, Last time, <laughs> we had some issues with lasagna noodles, and this time, it's just like an overflow. But you know what, it's okay, it's not a big deal. Okay, so here we go. Let's see if the camera will follow me. Oh, jeez. All right. It's super hot, so you don't wanna touch it too much. Okay, Whoop. Okay, that's good, that's good. All right, there we go. All right, I'm just gonna use the door to push it. Done. All right, the flan is in. That is gonna take, let's see how long. One second. Okay, that is gonna be an hour. But since it's much smaller than it usually you know, then a bigger one that has all of these ingredients in it, like a bigger pan, it's gonna take less time. So I'm gonna go ahead and set the alarm for 30 minutes. Okay, cool. So like I said, I try to have everything ready at the same time if possible. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna now look at how much time the ribs have. They have about 20 minutes. I'm just gonna check on them first though. One second. And just make sure how they're doing. The point is that you want them to be cooked. This is like a humongous mess. <laughs> you want them to be cooked enough that when you put them in the oven, they're really just browning and firming up a little bit. The good thing about parboiling the ribs, which is what this is called, um, is that they're super tender when you're done. So that's really, really great. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever had tough ribs and that's just, you know, really gross. So we don't want that. Okay, I'm just gonna keep moving here. I'm sorry, had a little issue. I should've, should've strained it and put it, poured it in over the sink like I thought, but I wanted you guys to be able to see what was going on. Okay, so. I'm gonna check the ribs. Hang on one second. Let's see what's happening. Okay, they look good. I'm gonna bring back out a cutting board. I'll take out a new fresh one. Put it out. 
and another serrated knife. Just gonna take a big piece out and see if it's ready to put in the oven. Let me get in a fork too. You can see that it's pretty cooked, right? It's only been in there for 20 minutes. Maybe 25. I'm just gonna cut it so you can see. I don't think it's ready yet. It still probably needs a little bit of time. Yeah, this is still really undercooked. So, I'm gonna show you. You see, it's still very red. So I'm gonna throw them back in. It still says like 17, 18 minutes on here that it needs. While I'm doing that, I'm gonna go ahead and prepare my side. If you want them to cook faster, you could cut them in smaller pieces. Usually I cut them in pieces about three or four, depending on, you know, if you have big eaters and stuff like that at home. Being as though we have a very, very rich meat and also a very rich dessert, I figured this side should be a vegetable. So one of the things that I like to make that's super fast and quick to eat is um, rice cauliflower. It's very popular now. <laughs> and I just do myself a favor and go ahead and buy a bag of rice cauliflower. Easy. But... One of the things that we do at home that um, people like when they come visit and things like that is that I add an onion to it. So I'm gonna go ahead and, I know everybody makes rice cauliflower differently, but for me, I like to use avocado oil anytime I'm frying something that's gonna be pretty hot. And then I'm gonna put the onion in, let that cook for a little bit, and then add the rice cauliflower to it. And the cauliflower I like to buy is the one that's garlic and herb already. So it's already seasoned. So you don't even have to worry about that. Okay, so let me just move these guys over. <laughs> this poor thing of ribs just keeps getting pushed back and forth, but I don't have a commercial stove. I wish. Okay. Hey, Michelle. Okay, so I have my avocado oil. I heard it's better to fry it with um, avocado oil than olive oil, so I'm just going to go ahead and coat the bottom of the pan. And I'm going to chop off, a, um, I'm going to put on medium heat, it doesn't need to be super hot. And I'm going to chop up a small onion to put on there. This thing is popping already. So I'm just gonna take it off the stove a little bit. Take it off some so that it could cool down a little bit. Alright. Okay. Some people say that it's not good to put um, a chopped up onion back in the fridge because it absorbs the bacteria in the fridge. I don't know how true that is. Um, I also have this thing called an onion holder, which I use, so I don't know if that helps. 
Sometimes I put them in Ziplocs, but I try to use the whole onion at once just in case that is really true, that um, it absorbs bacteria. I'm not really sure. Okay, so again, when I cut the onion, I like to cut it along the lines, along the green, to avoid crying. I don't know if you guys saw I made the um, billionaire's bacon the other day. That was really good. It's like candied bacon. So we really enjoyed that at home. I made it with some egg whites and chives and um, garlic powder and also with a croissant. I just put the croissant in the oven. I didn't like make the croissant or anything. And then um, some raspberries just to kind of, you know, clear out the fridge <laughs> and for a fruit. To go with it since the bacon is kind of heavy I made it with brown sugar um, there's a magazine I really like it's a cooking magazine called Saveur Saveur something like that um, and they really have some beautiful recipes on there you get a chance to check it out I'll probably put a link to that under here okay so chop the onion I really love watching cooking shows. Growing up, we didn't have cable. So I was talking with my husband and I was telling him that I've always loved cooking shows growing up, you know? Cause it, it was like that, Bob Ross, right? Um, whatever was on TV, there's no whatever, DVR and stuff like that. So I used to watch, I don't know if you guys have ever seen like Yan Can Cook, Lydia's Italy, um, I used to watch Julia Child with Jack Pepin, and even now, <laughs> um, I love the Great British Baking Show, all of those cupcake challenges and wars and stuff. I was sharing in the last video that I really, I don't really bake. It's not my thing. Flan, I would think, brownies, sometimes cupcakes I can do. But I love to watch that show. I don't know if you have heard of it. Um, you probably have. It's called Nailed It. I love that show. That is like my baking <laughs> for whatever reason. I was saying that um, I made a birthday cake for myself. It wasn't last year, it was the year before. And my son was like, no, I'm not eating that. And I was like, but I know it doesn't look good. It tastes really, really good. And he was like, no. And I think he was like five or four. So for a little kid to tell you they don't want cake, that's not good, right? So that's an area of not my expertise. But you see, that's where we support local businesses, right? Because I know people who bake. So there you go. Hey, Angelica. All right, so we got... The flan is in the oven, we have the ribs on the stove, we just made the rice cauliflower with onions. So that's our side, just, you know, to pretend that we're being healthy, we'll just make a little something like that. And that's pretty much it. Um, the ribs have about 11 minutes. Hey! What we're going to do next with the ribs is I'm going to take them out, I'm going to make sure that they're at most lightly pink on the center, and then I'm going to go ahead and put them in the oven 
um, along with the flan, it's okay, you know, that they're together. And I'm going to baste them with some barbecue sauce. I really, really love this Newman's Own barbecue sauce. It's the um, sweet and spicy one. And I love that, you know, all of his proceeds go to charity and stuff like that. That is like really cool, you know. Um, but it also tastes fantastic, so that doesn't hurt, right? Um, but unfortunately, my supermarket was completely out of it. And I like that it's sweet and spicy. So I just have like a little tiny bit left. So I went ahead and I purchased this guy, which looks like famous, you know, I never heard of it before, but maybe. And it's called Stubbs Sweet Honey and Spice Legendary Barbecue Sauce. So we're gonna go ahead and give that a try. And then what I like to do I love to coat them with barbecue sauce. I think that really helps a lot. And right now we have them boiling with oregano, garlic powder, and some cumin, which a lot of people sometimes, you know, they don't think about cumin in terms of cooking. Um, I think it's really, really good if you're making ground meat for fajitas or any kind of taco. Um, I like, hey Abby, I like to use it for the um, meat when I'm making like a taco salad, Taco Tuesday, anything like Mexican fiesta kind of deal. I love that. Cumin really, really is good. And that gives it a nice little spicy taste. I got that recipe online, um, well part of it, online a couple years ago. We tried it and it was like fantastic, don't change it kind of thing. So, And then I'm going to just use this kind of basting brush to put the sauce on. I'm just gonna use a baking pan um, for the ribs once they're boiled because I tried to use a glass one before and it was almost impossible to get the um, caramelized sauce off the glass, so that was really bad. Okay, so eight minutes on this deal for the ribs. Let me just stir these guys. I can't see any other comments. This rice cauliflower is super easy. So, it's like almost done already. And the funny thing is my daughter, she's one. She loves cauliflower. I don't know why, but she just loves it. So now that she's a little bit, I mean, she's loved it since she's like months. Um, now she's a little bit bigger. I gave her some of the rice cauliflower before I was completely grinding it in my food processor, which I think is kind of like the best way to make baby food if you have the time. Okay, so cauliflower is done already, super fast. I'm gonna cover it. I'm just gonna put it to the side. Another trick I like to do, like my husband taught me this, when we're making breakfast is, um, you know, usually if we're like a weekend, we do bacon and eggs and whatever, bacon, egg and cheese, right? Reminiscent of New York. And um, sometimes I want things to be still hot. I hate cold eggs. I mean, that to me is like terrible. So what I do is um, he'll set the oven, and I do it now too, to 170 degrees, which is like the lowest setting and then um, put everything in there to stay warm. 
some people I know have a keep warm on the middle of their stove, but we don't have that. So it's sounding like I need to upgrade my stove. I don't know. Hang on one second, guys. I just want to see if there's any any comments or anything because this is not really letting me see anything. Okay. <laughs> Ronnie says that smells good. Yeah, it actually does. It, it smells fantastic in here. And Lillian said stuffs is delicious as well. Okay, cool. Because it just sounded good. You know, it's like sweet and tangy. Yes, I'm in there. So in any case, hang on one second. Okay. Okay. This is still on. All right. Cool. All right, guys. So let me just go ahead. I'm going to pour some of the sauce in here while we're waiting has about six minutes left on those ribs. I don't know if anybody's cooking along with me. Oh, that's such a good sound, right? That, all right. I'm just gonna pour some right in here. And I'll pour the ribs in there, and then I'll just like baste them and whatever. Um, hi guys. Marena's on? Oh my gosh. Okay, Marena is the reason that I'm making ribs today, to be honest with you. Because I was like, I don't know, should I make chicken? Should I make ribs? And she was like, for sure, ribs. That is like a must. So I was like, okay. Um, like I said, I don't make everything perfect, of course, but when I make the ribs, thank God, they always come out delicious. So, and the trick, like I said, boiling them. So. What I'm gonna do probably is once I take the ribs out, I'm gonna jump off and I'm gonna go ahead and let them cook in the oven. And then I'll just post up pictures of what they look like so that you guys can see them. I don't know if anybody has any questions. Oh no, Lillian said she can't find ribs there. She's in New York right now. Um, I know it's hard to find meat sometimes. Um, out here we got pretty lucky because we are able to purchase from some restaurants that are not able to sell as much food as they usually do. So, um, like I bought some beer battered cod, I bought some beer battered onion rings, I bought some curly fries, all healthy things, you see? Um, I bought some delicious Angus burgers that were fantastic. Um, ground beef, they had like a big log of ground beef, which you know, look gross, but I'm grateful for it. Um, some wings, and I bought some chicken tenderloins. So hopefully if I do another one of these lives, which I probably will, um, just because this is fantastic. I love seeing you guys on here. Yeah, if I say so myself, right. Um, ooh, the ribs with rice and beans, yum. Um, so in any case, sorry, oh, I got distracted with the comments. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're very fortunate here to be able to get meat from the local restaurants. And we have Instacart, so we're really um, lucky to be able to pick up meat and stuff like that from other places. So this is a recipe that you can do whenever. And if you don't have ribs right now, that's okay. I mean, you could do this with chicken thighs. Um, I love to parboil chicken thighs because of the bones. They take so long to cook. And I'm always like, babe, it's almost ready. I promise it's going to be ready soon. And he's like, I'm hungry. And I'm like, I promise it's going to be ready. And I look at it. I cut it open. It's like pink. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I've learned to parboil the um, chicken thighs. So if you have chicken thighs, I know they're really inexpensive um, compared to like the breasts. 
so that's a good um, thing that you can barbecue um, and also you know you can put this on the grill but because it's pouring outside first of all and second of all not everybody has a barbecue grill right now or whatever uh, I figured in the stove is fine so um, yeah no one second let's see if there's any more comments no no more comments okay that's fine we have about two minutes on these ribs oh my gosh look at this sauce doesn't this look fantastic it's like super thick and red very red um those are like the main things i like to parboil though ribs and also the chicken thighs and the next thing i want to make for you guys is another crowd pleaser which you know is really the point i want to just cook things that are super easy to make and everybody loves them and they're just like something you can make a lot of them oh yes marina found some ribs and she's making them too awesome make sure i know you jumped on a little bit after i had boiled the ribs make sure that you do them um I parboil them with oregano, cumin, and garlic. So probably double the garlic than everything else, and then the same amount cumin and oregano. And you're just gonna boil them for about 40 minutes. And then, you know, you wanna cut them into pieces that are about three or four ribs per piece so that it cooks pretty fast and it's not like so individual, you know, cause then that's kind of a turn off when you're trying to eat. It's like, oh, okay, hold on, let me grab one and then one and then one. Um, so the next thing I want to try to cook for you guys, <laughs> I say try because there's like always something, um, is the Parmesan crusted chicken that my hubby loves. It's super easy to make. I mean, beginning to end, it's like 30 minutes. So that's fantastic. And you can make a lot of it too. You just put it on the baking sheet and it's like no work, honestly. I got the recipe on the back of a Hellman's jar. So it's super easy um, in any case. So, 46 seconds. I'm gonna get ready. Let me get my cutting board back over here. Hang on one second. Okay. And we're just gonna go ahead and pull out the ribs and see how they're doing. gonna come into the video all right come on come on this is my son Ethan Jack so you guys know him if you guys watched the first video Lord of Sean Manic yes he was in the first video so be careful baby if the floor is wet because I had a little accident <laughs> with the flan it's okay all right so my mom always makes fun of me now she's like oh you have yeah. a catchphrase bye baby it's okay, that's okay. I'm like, I didn't even notice I was saying that, right? It's like, uh, what am I gonna say? Oh my God, no. But no, it's fine, it's whatever, it's food. You're gonna eat it, right? And then you can always do it again. So that's the beauty part. And everybody loved the lasagnas and the brownies. So very successful, we didn't have any left. All right, I'm gonna just cut through the middle. And again, you're gonna wanna cut along the bones, right? Like in between the bones, okay. You see how before it was super duper red at first? They've been boiling for 40 minutes. Right now, it's kind of like a light pink. That's perfect. Because it's gonna cook again. I'm gonna put it in for like another 25 minutes in the oven. 
So I'm gonna pull them all out of their respective pots and I'm just gonna throw them in this sauce that I have here and mix them around. And then like I said, I'm, I like to put them on a baking sheet in the oven because I had put them in the um, Pyrex that I had and unfortunately they kept sticking. Like the sauce was creating this crust on the side which was really, really hard to get off. I had to use like Brillo or whatever so that was not good. Okay, so this is what they're going to look like. If you want to, you can open the oven in the middle and baste them again, but you don't really have to. The thing about boiling them with the seasoning is that the seasoning's in there. So the sauce is really, you know, helping them cook, but you don't have to do it again if you don't want to. Another nice thing you could do, which I'm not going to do because I'm making the rice cauliflower with onion already, you could take a big onion and just chop it, like, you know, slice it and put that in there with it. And that tastes really, really nice together too. Like a nice barbecue with onions. It's fantastic. Okay, so let me just get all of these together. Could turn everybody off now. There we go. I bought about three and a half pounds of baby back ribs. That's the pack that came. Like I mentioned, it had a big layer of fat on it and that all kind of, you see, it kind of melts away with all the boiling too. So in a way, this is healthy. <laughs> My husband is laughing in the background. He's so like professional, right? You can't even hear him laughing, but I see him in any case. Um, all right, so you could just put it in the... I'm gonna do it a different way also, so I can show you guys since you're on the video. Okay, so I don't like to get my hands dirty, so I always use the fork and knife. You can do it with your hands, but that's your business. All right, so I'm gonna take the sauce. I personally like to baste them. Where's my baster? I just had it. Oh, here we go. Okay, so I'm gonna pour it on. I guess I like doing things the messy way, so. Let's just do it as messy as possible without getting our hands dirty. Okay. This one I have, I think, three ribs. You see, it's not so much. So it's good. Like three, two, that's, that's about right. You don't want people to feel like greedy for taking a big pack of them, right? If you have a lot of friends over. But two or three is good. Four, I feel like it's not really cooked all the way through. So you don't want that, really. It's gonna take longer to boil them. Okay, I just have like two more. So, regular baking sheet. I'm gonna transfer them onto there. With this part up, this is the meaty part. Just put it up. And the good thing about the um, baking sheet is that you could really fit a lot of them. Because when I was doing the, the um, Pyrex, I had to put a lot of different containers in the oven. <laughs> My mom is hilarious. In the comments, she's like, store-bought is okay too. Yeah, mom. I don't know if you caught, I think you did because you saw from the beginning, the, um, la the vanilla comment. Yeah, so, hey, Nuaz. We caught um, this episode of Ina Garden. I referenced her. I'm sorry, Ina. I love you. Honestly, I do. 
Um, follow her on Instagram and everything. And I watch her shows. I love her. Um, <laughs> she was saying something about the um, vanilla that she uses. And hers is like really fancy, special, whatever. Um, she had this like grocery store, I guess, in the Hamptons before she started her cooking show. So, you know, she's got like the best ingredients and access to stuff like that. And um, she's like, yeah, I have this really special vanilla that's made, blah, blah, blah. All these like fancy unicorns and dolphins were involved in the making of it and whatever else. Right. And then she's like, but store-bought is okay too. So that's always like our catchphrase. We're like, but store-bought is okay too. So that's what my mom wrote on the comments. And we just grabbed the last two pieces and then I'm going to put them in. Ina is actually one of the people that was saying that um, now it's time to really eat comfort food, which I agree. You know, if you can, like, why not? You know what I mean? Like I said the last time, this is going to be forever. So, you might as well enjoy your time with your family. And for me, I like to make these dishes that feed a lot of people or, you know, make big portions. So that way I don't really have to worry about it later on. Like if, for tomorrow, I don't have to cook lunch or dinner. Uh, one of those meals I'll be able to skip making because we'll eat whatever's left over. So we're just going to pour the sauce on. You could do it on the baking sheet. You could do it anywhere, really. It doesn't matter. So long as you're really, you want to coat both sides. And when you take the ribs out, you're definitely going to want to give them some more sauce. And like I said, if I was, you know, to eat this like this, the way it is right now, I mean, it's not fully cooked, but if I was to take like an outside piece of it, let's say, um, it would still be good. But honestly, making it in the oven, it's just going to give it like a crispiness to the outside and the inside is super soft. So that's really, really good. So minimal, minimal disasters today just with the flan, but that's okay. It'll still be good. And what I'll do is now that this is done and the rice cauliflower is done, well, not that it's done, I'm gonna put it in the oven um, at 350 for about another 20, 25 minutes and then check it. And to check it, I'm gonna cut in the fattest part of it, whichever one is the biggest, and just make sure that it's, you know, not pink in the middle, obviously, because this is pork. And um, what I also like to do is I like to take the bigger cuts of meat, because I said some were two, some were three, and put those on the outside of the baking pan so that they cook a little bit faster. And then the smaller ones, I put them in the middle so it kind of evens it all out. All right, let's see. Oh my gosh, Ronnie's hungry now. Girl, me too. Oh, my background, background singers. Yeah, my mom's like, bring out the background singers. My daughter is really cranky. <laughs> that was her crying. I don't know if you could hear her. She's one, her name is Ava. And she's just not having it. Like, she's like, I want mommy. This is not for me. So, unfortunately, she's not going to make it out to this live. But um, I could show you guys when I, you know, when this is over, I could try to bring her out for a minute if she's awake or at some point later today. Okay, so these are going in. I got the flan in, 350. 
it's doing okay i'm not gonna lie to you the flan is doing okay it's in there <laughs> i'm gonna show you what it's looking like hold on one second let me throw these guys in there Actually, let me see if I can pull it out. Hang on one second. Let me just move this out of the way. Because I don't want to burn myself. It's going to be super hot when you take it out of the oven. Because the main bain-marie is there with the boiling water in it. Okay, so let's see what's going on with our flan. Need the oven mitts. Wherever those may be. Let's see. No, I can't find it. Okay, that's fine. I got these nice thick towels. <laughs> All right, let's see if I can. Okay, okay. Okay. This is not ready yet at all. Like nowhere near. And it's small. But the way you'll know. Oops, sorry. The way you'll know. If it's ready, is if it has like a very small wobble. So what happened here is that the inner pan actually was a little bit too big for this outer container that I had it in. So it didn't really rest completely flat. So what I'm going to want to do to kind of fix this this is all about fixing stuff, right? Because like nobody's going to know. This is, you know, you're cooking before they come, right? And this has to be in the fridge anyway before you serve it. So don't worry. Okay. So what I'm going to do. kids cartoons right when they're like looking for stuff and it's like fake and it's like <laughs> all the noise yeah that that is really real that i love kitchen gadgets so my kitchen gadget drawer is like super full all right so i'm just gonna take some of this water out because it's just too much i'm just gonna take it out hang on one second and this could happen to you you never know right this could happen could be too much water what I was looking for was my turkey baster, which is nice to have. You're going to want, see, a little bit of tiny, tiny bit of the water, which I use clean water, of course. A little tiny bit of the water got onto the top of the flan. I don't know if you could really see it, but hang on one second. Let me see if I can show you. Um, the flan still has... A wobble and it's a lot it's a big wobble so that means it's definitely not ready at all you're gonna want it to wobble of course because it's flan it's custard but it's not gonna be so soft where it's like liquid because what happens is that it's gonna when it flips over it's gonna just fall apart into pieces so I'm gonna put this back in for about another 20 minutes well maybe less probably mm, Let's do 15. It's better to do like 15 or 10 and check on it, of course, than to do 20 and then you burned it. So let me go ahead and put this back in. 
again, it's at 350. I'm gonna put it in for 10 minutes. I'm gonna check it. And it should be like, I don't wanna say brown on the top, but a little bit, kind of. I'll take a picture of what it should look like on the top so that you guys can see it. Okay, so actually let me set the ribs for 25. Oops, sorry. And I'm gonna set the flan for 10. Okay, and that's pretty much it. Hey Mike, hi Alexandra, hi guys. Oh, see, Lily, she's my stepmom-in-law. She's awesome. Uh, she said she's done that plenty of times. You see, these are things that happen. And the thing is that when you're reading a cookbook, it's not gonna tell you, hey, by the way, if this happens, do this, right? You're not gonna know unless you've done it a million times or unless you've done something similar that you could like glean the information from. So, you wanna say hi? My hubby's in the background and he doesn't wanna say hi. That's okay. Um, come on. Hey. Hi. See? That wasn't so hard. Um, so in any case, I'm going to jump off if there's no other comments or anything like that or questions. I'm sure you guys don't really have questions, but I just wanted to kind of do this so you could see. I would imagine everything's going to be done in about 20 or so minutes. Um, and then you're gonna wanna let the flan get back to room temperature before you put it in the fridge, of course, because if you put it in the fridge hot, it's gonna mess up like your whole fridge temperature situation that you got going on there. So, hey Maggie. So um, that's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna show you a little video of the flan. I'll, I don't know if I'll jump back on live, might, might be stuffing my face, but I'll show you what the flan looks like done. I'll show you what the ribs look like done. And just wanted to announce to you guys um, a little happy news. I'm actually part right now of the SND podcast channel. This is my first podcast also. Um, my husband is part of the channel. We did a, um, a review of the Scream franchise, like the Scream horror movies, one through four. We saw them all. And um, that's online right now on the SND podcast channel also. So if you want to check us out for that video, um, you can. It's under Jonathan Lopez and it's Nightmares on J Street. And he also has a wrestling podcast. I don't know if you like wrestling, but he loves it. And um, that's on there too. There's a bunch of other podcasts from friends of ours. And um, so now this is going to be on there too. So if you want to share this with somebody that you know and they're not my Facebook friend, that's okay. You can do that and that would be a great way to share it. So, um, you know, if you want to show us some love on SND Podcast, I'm really honored to be asked to be part of it. Um, I didn't expect, you know, that at all. So thank you. And if you're listening, thank you for listening. And thank you guys for watching. You know, this is really cool. It's something that I could do that's fun and um, hopefully very informative. So, yeah, I'll take some pics. I'll take some pics of what it looks like and um, what it shouldn't look like. No, no, I'm not going to take those. I'll take pics of what it should look like. All right. I hope you guys are having a great, you know, Friday. Have a great rest of the weekend. And we'll talk next Friday. Bye.
Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance, and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type two collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.